What it is, what it is, what it is. This is your boy, Hip Hop Karma. You are tuned into the Random Podcast Show. And today I have a special guest. And my special guest is, go ahead and introduce yourself, sir. Teddy Benson, Mr. T.E. Double. Shot. Girl, go crazy. Yeah. Hey, Teddy, That's right, man. So, so how did you get that name, man? How did you come up with that one? Um, is that your real name? It's not my real name. It's a um, it's a name I gave myself. It's it's basically the accumulation of all my greatness. Um, as a as a kid growing up in the eighties, you know, um, to the nineties, I always liked Family Matters. I always liked Steve Urkel. He was always my guy. You okay. Feel me? Like, okay. Okay. Because um, I was weird. You know what I mean? Like I did odd things that made me stand out. So I always liked Steve Urkel. And then when he started getting into the, the time machine and he became Stefan, I was like, this is the same person, but something is, is just clicking to make him just be the best that he can be. You know? Right, right, a little bit more fly. A little, a little, a little bit more everything, you right. know what I mean? So right. when you look in the mirror and you judge yourself, and you say, hey, you know, I could be a little more taller, a little more shorter, a little more skinny, a little more fatter, whatever it is you're saying to yourself, I've had tattoos here or what it is there. To me, Teddy Benson is that. It's the accumulation of all my greatness. When I look in the mirror and I don't have to say, uh, I wish I could be or I wish I could do, it's it's the person that wakes up and goes and get it. It's the So I just live that lifestyle. There's no more anything else. Teddy Benson is who I am. When did Teddy Benson get created? When did that uh, alias get created? Um, shortly after my birthday, like 2013. Okay, okay. Is, is that around the time that you started doing music? Or? No, I, uh, I started doing music uh, as a kid. Okay. Um, I started in the choir, you know, started, okay. started singing. Um, you know, we used to do the performances okay. um, every Sunday in front of the church. You know, oh, you was in the choir choir? Like, I was in the choir choir. Like, okay, okay. Yeah, like Baptist Baptist church, you know what okay. I mean? Like the whole, the whole robes and everything. Yeah, you know okay, I mean? like, okay, okay. Um, i never forget, I was in the front um, one day during service and... Um, we used to have a guitar player that used to play a double-headed guitar. Okay. So I used to always want to be as closest to the front. With the two necks? Yeah, with two necks. Okay. So, um, and you know how Baptist church is, you know how they get down. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. organ players, yeah. you know, so I always wanted to be as closest to that as possible. Plus our choir director too, she was like super fire. So the energy <laughs> in the front was the best. And, right, I, and right. when you, especially when you're in church and you're getting that energy yeah, and give yeah, it back. Yeah, and, yeah. and a lady looked over at me and she said, Little boy, you finna be in the choir. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a wrap from there. Uh, the next week, I was in the choir learning new... Uh, did, new you, did any of your family, any relatives were in the choir? Or was it was it you, just you? It was just me. Um, I got a big family, but uh, my grandma is the one that was like, I'm gonna veer left and do something different. Okay. It wasn't until like, people started dying as I was getting older that I started realizing I got a lot of family members on it. All these people that was coming over through the years was actually cousins and right. not just hiding by. Like, I got a lot of family. So, yeah. like, but, like, in my immediate family, I'm the only one that was, like, drawn to the streets and drawn to performance and drawn to being in the, in the front and center. Everybody else is like, I can sit in the house and be chilling. Be chilling. Got um, you. Need life. So, when did you start getting into music then? Like, rapping, per se? Um, I had... Transition from the gospel and the whole church life, like around 11, 
or 12, like that's when you know you start getting really start seeing gang culture. Like, I like this, okay, and, okay. and right around like seventh or eighth grade, was like I made a decision to myself, like, gangsters don't sing, you can't be no gangsters don't dance, we boogie, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. like, you can't, you can't be that, even though my brain was like thinking like things like if I blended punk rock with rapping, that yeah. would be like the future like you would make so much money some if you were some different shit but yeah subconsciously I, I wanted to be a gangster like i'm not a gang member to this day you know what i mean I, I tried it i, I did the gangs but you know like it it, it's just not for me right but that was a big decision it went from like spending nights in the in the garage like singing and practicing to like now i'm gonna start trying to make raps you know what i mean and, like then i started getting into like deaf poetry jam which really like, helped a lot yeah, to, like, yeah. Put oh, my hbo and shit like yeah. that okay i'll be i'll be that kid sneaking hbo at like 12 at yeah. night you know what i mean so like deaf poetry jam like really helped me transition like oh this is a dope way so i start writing like that and then, okay so did it kind of start off as poetry then? Were you kind of writing poetry first? I was kind of writing poetry first, okay. and I'm I'm like ADHD. So in class, I was the kid that always be like, you know what I mean? Like, drumming on the table, you know what I mean? And then I I got to lunch, and I was addicted to that sound that that bass makes when you hit that big ass lunch table. Yeah. You know, you get yeah. that boom, boom, boom. Yeah, 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 you yeah. Got yeah. That yeah. So you was was you fucking so, around on the drums too at the at the, at the I didn't, I was too poor for drums, bro. But you yeah, know, but you <laughs> two, make pen, two pens and a pencil, and yeah. niggas start rapping. You know what I mean? Now yeah. now I'm the centerpiece of the of the, of the rap. You know what I mean? Why? Like they like Why? Teddy kicked that. I'm finna battle whoop de woom or whoop de woom. You know what I mean? Yeah, so now yeah. I'm in the middle of the, of the mix. Like yeah, let's get it. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, like how DJ Quick did that one year uh, on the. Um, on the BET award cipher when he kicked the, the freestyle on the pen and pencil. That's hard. You know what I mean? Like that's hard. that that that's how I got really into the rap circle. Like and then I was like afraid to like spit. Like I was still already like practicing my little bars. You know, I right. couldn't put more than a bar, bar and a half together without like oh, oh shit. I think I messed up or yeah. you know, but that was cool, but I like it. So I wouldn't rap with the group until later and um, I'm finna start spitting and then start coming four bars at a time and then you know stop like ah that's it and then now I'm a rapper. So so was it a group of the homies like little homies that you started rapping with? Did you ever have like a little group that you came from when you started rapping or was it just kind of you found it by yourself and kind of went to a studio? Um, How did that work? I always wanted to express myself through music. So um, when I started my little adventure, it was really like. I had support uh -huh. because there was people at school that I was kicking the beach for, you know what I mean? Right. Like, so, like, right. there was always that kind of influence, but it wasn't like me and a homie was going home to, like, try and figure this shit try out. Try and figure this shit out. Like, let's find instrumentals. Right. I, didn't, I didn't even know you could do that at, wow. at that point, you know right. what I mean? Like, I was still, like, making beats off of my chest, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. doing that kind of thing yeah. and, and, and make a. I have 42 songs. That I wrote in my yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, off of one of these. Yeah. So, when was the first time that you got to get into a studio? Um, it was on the East Coast. Was the first time that I got to get into a studio. So, I got in some trouble um, okay. trying to be a tough guy. I got in some trouble, and then I moved to the East Coast. Gotcha. And um, that's when my cousin was like, "I'm a rapper." 
So you should write music with me because he's already on the East Coast Regiment. You know, they look right. for new words every day in a dictionary. Like, damn, Thessalonian is my word for the day. So we uh, this <laughs> I'm finna use this word. Like, yeah. I'm promoting Thessalonian only. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sticking in petroleum. You well, know how they rap, but like, what on the East Coast was this? I was in Massachusetts in Brooklyn. Okay. okay. I moved okay. from the frying pan to the fucking skillet, fryer, cooked already, put me in. Like, I thought the West Coast was the hardest thing in, in the world. I didn't right. think anything outside of the West Coast could be anything lit, like where I'm from Cali. And that probably kind of saved my life a little bit. Right. I mean, it put me in danger sometimes on the East Coast because it's like- That mentality. That mentality, like, bro, don't 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 get it twisted. You'll be over here too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's lit over here too. And yeah. then, I really start experiencing people dying. Like, bro, I ain't seen Whoopi Woof in a while. Wow. He, that, he died. They got it. Wow. Like, <laughs> so, like, now, now I'm like really like now seeing ATF. Like, I never seen an ATF uh, jacket before. Wow. Like, damn, these people really do exist. DEA like, jackets. TV. Like, this isn't T. This ain't TV no more. Right. right. It, it's real life. It's not like that in San Diego. You yeah. know, you gotta be doing some real, real crazy shit to see. Real, crazy shit in San Diego because we over police but out there like you know you can wear a jacket every nine months out of the year to cover any pistol so I can poof you with a mask on just like every other person so what's the description big jacket mask on that's it (laughs) like 90% of everybody 90% of everybody so so you go out there with your cousins first time you get on the booth is this something um, that you and him get to do a track together or how's that come about me him we start rapping, and okay. my neighbor across the street, Andy, he made beats. Okay, cool. So, and then I was trying to make beats too on a little the little beat machine. Okay, I could have okay. never figure out how to set the tempo, yeah, or nothing, but I made a fire little beat that uh, one of the homies, his uh, uncle, owned a little CD store and a studio in the back. Okay, so okay. he set me up, and he, he was like, he figured it out how to get the beat from my little NPC and. Um, I recorded on that, and then shortly after, my neighbor was like, hey, look, we got these. So <clears throat> we did a song called The G-Code. And uh, because of that, that, that uh, juvenile, you know, that, that oh, high yeah, shit, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that yeah, G-Code, yeah. like that was yeah. one of my favorite songs as a kid. You know, yeah. so when you start rapping, you, you know, you start emulating. Yeah, that instrumental. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. It, it wasn't that instrumental, but it was like that. I wanted to make a song like that, Similar like this that. is the G-Code. Got you, know you know? So got you. That was the first song that I could remember, like, really recording. I don't remember what I did to the beat that right. I made, but the beat that he made was the song that I really remember. One of the homies still hits me up to this day, like, damn near 20 years later, like, damn. bruh. Where's that track? Where's that track at? Yeah. I still remember. Yeah. Shh, be quiet. This is the G-Code. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> So did you kind of you stole the hook and kind of kept the same vibe on the hook or what? That's the only part of the song that I remember. I ain't gonna lie to you. Gotcha. I made so much music. Like yeah. I, I used to go by another name, Don P. At okay. one point, where I was trying to find myself, I was right. like, you know, a name means so much. Right. Like, as you was trying to, uh, somebody else called me Trey P, and that's the kind of name that stuck with me all through high school. Okay. And as most of an adult. So, like, I tried to play around with the P, like, okay, they already know me as Trey P. I, I branded it wearing P hats. A lot of people thought I was from Skyline, but I was like, this is not it. So, finally, like, like I said, when I found Teddy Benson, y'all found me how to express me in the music. Did you find Teddy like Benson that. on the West Coast or the East Coast? I found Teddy Benson on the West Coast. It's funny that um, I was thinking about a name that 
I think about how things are from A to Z. So a name is like, when I walk to your house and say, hey, my name is, cause you're that person all the time. Why? Trey P, say that to your grandma. Hey grandma, this is Trey P. Or wow. hey, gra hey grandma, this is Don P. Or hey grandma, this is Teddy Benson. So I like. <laughs> uh, I took that into consideration a little bit. I took that into consideration. Like, right. how can I get away with walking into a boardroom and say, did my name's Teddy Benson and I represent Whoop De Woo. Not, my, not to take no shots at nobody right, else, right, right. and you know, like, right. but like it's hard to walk in and be like, yeah, my name's Lil Pump. Right. Or you know what I mean? Right. Like, my name's Lil Shooter. I'm no shooter, and, that, and that's yeah. what they gonna call me. Yeah. When he walk up and get my award, they gonna say, "Little shooter gets the." Yeah, yeah. Like, that, those are big things. Right. So, like, right. I took all that to an account. But one day, I, I was getting weed from uh, my weed man. His name uh, Eddie. And, uh, <laughs> Shout out to Eddie. <laughs> yeah. All right. So when I I, I put I put the uh, the two together because I always put indicators because of the amount of people that I I, I, I meet, and I was like. Okay, Eddie Benson, because there's a street that I met him on, and on Benson Street. And I was like, ooh, that got a kind of a ring to it. He's a good team in front of me. Ooh, let's change that up a little bit. Ooh, Teddy Benson was born that, that fast. That and, fast. And, and that fast, like, oh, this is fire. You feel me? Yeah. And then I started going out at that time. I was partying a lot. Um, and I started going out, and I was like, my name's Teddy Benson. And people would look at me and be like, ooh, Teddy Benson. <laughs> It was like a whole new person. A whole new person. And I yeah. always and say, I always, I never say my name's Teddy. I right. never introduce my name like that. It's right. always my name's Teddy first Vincent. Last. Yeah. First and last. So people are like, ooh. They understand who that is. You just gave me first and last. Why? My name's Erica Miller. Give it up to everything. Hi, Erica Miller. How are you doing? You right. know, now we're in conversation. Like, right. But the very first time that I did it, the baddest broad was so into me like it was like the key it was like the key like i had a little cardigan on yeah you know what I mean? like i knew i wanted to push the, the square look like right. you know what i mean like i'm not trying to be no gangster i don't want right. to be i don't want i, I want to be known for bars i want to be able to go anywhere in the world like so i already knew like i'm finna push the square look like this is for the normal guys right. you know what I mean? so right. when I, I had a little cardigan on on shirt with the glasses right. fresh, brand new fade right. you know right. she was like ooh, we <laughs> Teddy Benson, take my number. It was just <laughs> just like that. Just like, like that. Wee. And I was like, yep. That's the name. Next time next time I went out, I went and I got another reaction from a bro like that. He said, like, this is the name. This is the name. Now that they don't know my real name. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you start um, taking music seriously and going, you know what, I'm, I'm going to really start doing more than one song and probably do a project or something like that? I like... 17, I really, like, started going hard. Okay, okay. Where I started losing friends. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I have to take this to the next level. So how do I take this to the next level? And then 18 came, and I met my first mentor, uh, Primo. Okay. Uh, he from the East Coast, you know what I okay. mean? He okay. was making beats, and um, we, he found out, we figured out a way to get me recorded, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, like... Yeah. Um, we had started a little group called Empire. Okay. Uh, music okay. passed on by yesterday's Real MCs. Okay. So um, okay. now I got the ethics. So now I'm looking at my old friends like, man, y'all keep talking about y'all want to be singers. But y'all ain't doing this shit. Y'all ain't doing that. Y'all ain't playing this. You know what I mean? Right. I'm full amp. You know what I right. mean? Like, right. I'm ready to go. I'm right. ready to cut off. Right. And uh, one of the homies, man, you, uh, 
he kind of flaky, you know what I mean? Like, you can't really depend on him. Right. But he just happened to know uh, some more I-Rock in them. Okay. And uh, one day he ended up finding out that we lived right next to each other. Like, when he moved in, he was like eight houses down the road. Like, so now he pulling by, like, uh, what's up? You know what I mean? It's it's not to go out of the way. Now I don't have to do nothing but go home to see you. So now he pulling up. Wow. he like, hey man, you know I got the swarms around the corner, homie. You know they got the studio and everything. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know I'm gonna take you over there. Yeah. And I took him over there and I met Rex. And, okay. Uh, okay. Bro, I was so enthralled by how Rex controlled everything from right. the boss. You know what I mean? Like, you was, saw an actual facility. I like, saw a this facility. Is this is this is what happens when you have somebody that's in charge, like right. really take control. Like not like a boss. Like I own this. Like a boss. Like you know what I mean? Right. Like I'm gonna make sure my team eat. I can right. see it. Wow. First night there, they like, we got a show tonight, come out. You know what I mean? Rock like, tickets 20 bucks, give me 10 bucks right now, and you got a ticket, and you can ride with us, come come back here at this time. Wow. I showed up at that time, not only did I not have to drive, I got in the car with them. Yeah. When I got there, I thought I was going to wait in the in the crowd, and it was like, nah, who should get in on stage with us? And I was like, boom, from there, it was yeah. ground running, yeah. studio every day. That's yeah. tight. 20 hours in the studio. So that like, was like the first camp that you embraced or embraced you type of shit. That was the first camp that I was able to make real, uh, real results. Right. You know what I mean? Like it was right. no longer pull up, hey, listen to this, and I'm finna play an instrumental and rap with you. Right. We for doing a show type of shit. I mean, we doing a show. Like now that you can hear a song, I can sit here and be quiet and tell me what you think of the song. I don't have to rap for you live no more. They say, oh, oh I fucked up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me right. start that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just real results. Right. Excuse me. No, no, at like uh at like 18, 19, okay. you feel me? When I found the honest swag camp, you know what I mean? That's like uh it was over, you know what I mean? We was gone. Music every day, all day long. Music. So that's when you really now you were in there making music, making songs, being on a record, trying to put this shit out on a CD and shit like that. What was your first project called? Ooh, we, what was my first project oh, called? We just went back to the backpack. We just went back to the backpack, bro. You know, like, I got horrible, uh, <laughs> horrible memory when it comes to that. Like, you know, like, trying to remember my password, bro. I got to reset my password. I got often. one password for all my shit. I had one password <laughs> for all my shit. But when they say you got to change it, oh, you know, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I can't yeah. remember, was it? <laughs> Was it the this, capital here? Yeah. Did I put a, uh, the funny character after this yeah. one? It's the same password, but did I make this one? And then they'd be like, you can't use that. So, because I've been using it for years, like since I had a square job. Right. Like it's the same password. Like, do you remember that first time that you got to get on stage? What that was? What club that was? Um, the first time I got on stage when you got to meet him at the was at uh, Brick by Brick. Oh, that's a good one. That's the first time I got on stage. That's I was underage. One. First, before the before the show, I got to wait in the back in the green oh, room. Oh, wow. And then after the show, I had to stand outside. Yeah. Like, yeah. and the security guard was like, look, man, because they had the gate. He was like, bro, um, just stand right here. You can stand right here. I understand the situation. You just can't come past this this line right, right. here. So I kicked it right there for like an hour. And then I was like, it's time to get up out of here. But I was just trying to be around the environment. You know what I mean? Like, how was that feeling? The, the feeling was like, every movie you ever seen about the butterflies, bro, yeah. pop into your head. You know what I mean? Like, every moment, like, bro, like, it's it's go time right now. Like, it's like sports. I've been prepared for that feeling, but right. for it to happen in a new medium, 
being up on stage. It's like singing. I can still sing when nobody's around or if I'm not recording it, great. But when it's time to showcase that, hey, you know, Teddy can still sing, it's like, it's hard to do it in front of people. Like right. Some people are great shower singers because there's there's no, no pressure. Yeah. Or, some, or yeah. certain people are great rappers. You know, you record, you want to top uh, producers out here. So it's like, you know, like, you've heard people spit the verse to you and like, right. ooh, that's fire. Right. And they get in the booth and it's not that. Right. You know what I mean? So like, when it's go time, it's go time. It, you don't get no chance to be like, let me start over, unless you really skilled. So I got a question for you. How was it, how did your family kind of take it once you kind of digested that you were rapping this way and kind of rocking this way and you kind of left that uh, that church mentality? Did, did they hear it and were they kind of like, hey, what's going on? Or how did they, um, how did they accept that? My mom had already slid out of church first. Okay. okay. And then my grandma had started getting old, okay. you know what I mean? Okay. And so it's kind of acceptable. Well, it wasn't really acceptable. I was the black sheep, like, gotcha. you know what I mean? Like, gotcha. when my mom found out that I was gangbanging, she was like, I'm finna get an extra uh, insurance policy on you. <laughs> like, Damn. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, when she, when she found out that I was high the first time, she was like, so scared. Like, do All I right. need to take you to the hospital? Damn. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, yeah. you spaced out, are you okay? Like, yeah. like, so like, I was like the black sheep, you know what I mean? Like the gotcha. first one from my grandma's lineage to say, I want to go to the streets. Besides my uncle, you know what I mean? My, my uncle, he was always in and out of jail. So, but gotcha. that's her oldest, that's one of her oldest sons. You really can't do nothing when your son is old. So, so who's, who's some of your influences? What are some of the artists that you listened to growing up? And not, not per se right now, but kind of like influencing that you were growing up listening to that you can like kind of go back and listen to? I honestly, just because you said that last part messed up the whole uh, response to the first part, because you said go back and listen to, and when I go back and listen to mm -hmm. some of the old stuff, it lacks luster. Ooh. I like, I'm like, I'm not one of those people to say music was better this these years unless we're talking about 60s, 70s music. Well, okay. Because that okay. sound is like just pure. It's just different. Yeah. It's just yeah. different. But if we're right. talking about rap, there's no way that you could tell me that 80s rap okay. was better than 2020 rap because the, the difficulty to say new things mm -hmm. When they was first rapping, they were saying whatever, and people was just like, oh, that's hot. Right. But now when you go back and listen to songs like, this is why I'm hot, like, these are the bars that I was like, right. oh, I this, this is why I was hot. This is what I was listening to. Like, yeah. So the caliber of artists is different and more up to speed, I think, now. Did you, so, did you grow up just listening to rap, or did you listen I, to the other I listened parts? to everything, okay. but like when... Twister, like I try and go back and listen to Twister now, it's like, ah, those two, like Kill Em All, you know what I mean? Like wow. those songs, like those are fire, but the rest of it is kind of like, uh, uh, like, but Donka Donk, like that used to be my favorite song, bruh. Uh, but but it's crazy because when you're a kid, it's like, uh, or when you're younger, you 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 take you you're taking the music in a different way. You're not really listening to every single word and digesting every single word and what they're saying. As you get older, you start to know what the fuck they're saying. Like actually, that's not that dope. Actually, that's not that dope. <laughs> no. So there's people like that that you know. What I mean, I grew up like I said earlier. I, like, I grew up listening to Twister and Kanye. You know what I yeah. mean? Like um, Jay Z and Nas. Like, but to me today, like. 
the newer stuff that they put out is a no for sure. Gosh. Like Twister's new stuff is the no for me for Damn. sure. So what are you listening to now? Like now I'm listening to Gates, you know what I mean? I'm listening to um, me. <laughs> I listen to a lot of reggae these days, okay, okay, you know what okay. I mean? Yeah. Like, um, who's artist? Sisla is my is Sisla. my is my, yeah. is, is my favorite okay. because when I was like the closest I ever been to depression, like he he had songs that I was like he's a classic really, and Warrior King, you know what I mean? Like Sisla okay. and Warrior King, like okay. they had the same vibe. So I was like really like riding around no rap for like three years. I listened to no rap. I didn't play it because I was like the vibes that I'm getting from it don't make me want to be better. So wow. Wow. Uh, wow. I like I like J. Cole, you know what I mean? Yeah. I like I like I like Kendrick, you know what I mean? I got some logic in there. Like okay. I got I got like real spitters in there. Wow. JID's in there, Rex like Rex like Rod is in my uh, okay. Okay. he's in my the Dreamville camp. But you know, like I like making like different kind of music. So like I said, Kendrick is like the closest comparison. I'm more melodic like a Kevin Gates. I, I, I like that kind of cadence, you know what I mean? But you full, full bars. You see, have you done any reggae music or have you? Oh yeah, I got I got some I got some fire reggae music out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now do you did you put it out as a project or do you do singles for reggae? I stuff? put it out as a single. Um at one point in time I had switched over when I had got really conscious and I had stopped listening to rap, I stopped making rap when I at like uh the end of my tenure at the Island Swag Camp, I uh had started making reggae like influence like Nobody's doing that, you know what I mean? Nobody, this is for the weekend came out. He stole the whole swag that I was like on, you know what I mean? Like nobody came out with the the bushy bread, the dredge, you right. know what I mean? Like right. these is like rude hair right. with the with the beard this like crazy, you right. know what I mean? Nobody's right. doing this. So I was like, I'm finna push this rap reggae shit on him. Like, they ain't gonna know when it's gonna hit him. Am I gonna rap regular or am I gonna rap in patois? Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, which which yeah. one is it gonna be? So then I decided like, if I do that, I'm gonna be a reggae artist and that's where I have to stay. I have to stick in my in my lane. We had Miss Janie, I don't know if you're familiar with Miss Janie. Yeah, I've seen her once. But you know, she A&R for Lil Wayne and then for a while. Okay, um, okay. When they was first building uh, Cash Money, That's not and she worked with and she worked with Twister also. <laughs> okay, so, okay. Um, but she came in and was like, when I cut my beard, she was pissed. Like, you can't do that. You're ruining six months of promotion. Wow. You know what I mean? Like, these yeah. are the kind of things you got to think about. So I was like, do I really want to like rebrand myself? as a reggae artist, so I, I, I switched back to making it, but I still bring it out in my music. You can hear like, there's a reggae aspect in the deepness, sincerity, and simplicity of the lyrics. Like, I'm gonna be saying like, crazy words or right. things like that, but like the simplicity of what I'm saying means a lot. Right. It's easy to interpret if you're esoteric. Mm -hmm. So I have a question, and uh, you know, this is blatant. We're gonna talk about this blatant right here. Where'd you get this uh, tattoo right here on your face? Uh, <laughs> I mean, we're in the podcast. I get to ask for any hey, questions, look, baby. You know, you know, it's a hard question to ask because okay. it depends on who I'm talking to okay. and what length of journey they've walked into the lifestyle of what I'm talking about. Okay, so, let me let me just let my ignorance speak real quick. It looks like the Egyptian eye. It is, um, which I'm kind of familiar about. But why don't you give us your expression of what what it means to you? 
it's gonna kind of switch up the whole conversation, but this easiest put so that we can understand where I'm going is a slap in the face of everybody who looks at it. Because okay. regardless what you see, uh -huh. you have to see a fact. Like if you see a letter A, right? Like as a baby, okay. like we're talking about people who are completely ignorant. Okay. If you see the letter A, it, it's not a not an A when you become able to read, right? right? right. So when you you're like, well, oh, I've been seeing this this whole time and I never knew that this letter was an A. Well, the symbol represents my royalty. Gotcha. You know what I mean? It's part of my heritage. You gotcha. know, the, gotcha. the story comes from my heritage, which never been depicted as a black man. Gotcha. gotcha. So. That's one part that you gonna get this work. You right. gonna get this culture. You gonna right. see this royalty on my face. You gonna see that I am awakened. That right. this is this is the story of Black Jesus. Horace is Black Jesus. Okay. So in theology, yeah, yeah. just to, to break down all of it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Baal is one of the first gods ever. First names mentioned for. Uh, B-A-A-L. Okay. You can put the apostrophe. There's other ways to spell right. it depending on which uh, text you're looking at, like extra characters and mm -hmm. stuff. But it's one of the first references, words, for, God. references for God. Right. And then he becomes Tamuz, and uh, later along down the line, he gets demonized by the culture, and he becomes Osiris. And Osiris is the Egyptian period. Right. Right, 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 So these are just the gods. <laughs> these, these, these are these are all kind of all kind of religions. These okay. these come from um, Egypt. They come from the Torah. They okay. come from Christianity. Okay. You know what I mean? Like um, Hokma. The word Hokma means wisdom. It's written in the Bible, and it always says wisdom and her in the same same sentence because the word Hokma is female. Hokma was a female, like, so like, if you really like doing your study, that's like why I say it's hard to answer this question because like, depending on where you at, but easiest is Osiris is the keeper of the gates on the other side of heaven. Right. Uh, he, he, he controls heaven, all right? Right. Set is his brother. Okay. Who kills Osiris and throws his body parts across the world. He's chosen across the universe. Why? Isis is Osiris's female consort. There's always she's Asherah, she's Lilith. Or I don't know if you're familiar with Lilith, but um, this you know, is just she's a, yeah, we're talking about. These are these are these are these are Christianity. These 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 transcend one theology. These are like names that you can go look up. And, and, mean, and other names have been used for these names. These, these other names gotcha. like. Gotcha. Um, I don't want to use the wrong word, but I believe it's called the etymology of, of a word. Okay. You know what I mean? Like the history of a word. Gotcha. She's, gotcha. The, these people have been all these, like, it just keeps popping up. Right. I guess the describing James been Jane, but yeah. then Becky and Jane, but it's like, James. I got you. Yeah. Mary was, it was Asherah, Lilith, uh, Aset, and then Aset. That was the version that did this. And then Mary with an I, then it became Mary with a Y. Gotcha. So Isis is uh, God's consort. Uh, he's Osiris's consort. So God in Christianity has a wife. Right? Okay. Okay. God gets killed by his brother, like in Clash of the Titans, where uh, what's his name? Um, Hades is trying to kill right. uh, Zeus. Like a Cain and Abel. <laughs> yeah, like a Cain and Abel. Mm -hmm. So he's successful. Isis takes his body parts. She gets help. 
I believe it's my eye. I'm not 100 percent sure, but I believe it's my eye. Uh, a lot of women have her tattooed underneath her breast. She's the one with the wings. Like, okay, so she gets a phallus, collects the semen, and impregnates herself. Gotcha. So now you have immaculate conception, which is where Jesus comes in with Mary, where who never had sexual intercourse to become a full-bodied person. Right. So Isis never had actual sex with Osiris. She impregnated herself. So now we have Immaculate Conception, who become Horus. Right. Horus then fights with Set for control over Egypt. The only difference in the story is Horus controls Lower Egypt right. and Set Upper Egypt. But in Christianity, Jesus fights for Upper and uh, the devil fights for Lower. And it's an eternal battle. Why? Set plucks his eyeball out, and then he gets a new eyeball that's like to see into the soul. Like his new energy can see into the soul, see into the truth, it can see into the being. So this is an awakening of my spiritual being. It's gotcha. a, it's a, my eye is always focused. This is an acceptance of my heritage. This is. Uh, Almost a third eye type of thing. This is my third eye. This yeah. is me being able to see the truth. I've always been aware, but I've studied for the last years, reading book after book yeah. about human interaction. Right. So, right. like, the truth. Like, Thoth is the is the leader. I don't know if you know. The proper way to say his name is Thoth. But right. if... Uh, I'm super see, familiar with Egyptian. You've lost me everything except for that part. That's the only one I've like, no, heard that. He's like, no, I know Thoth. <laughs> no, 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 I haven't heard that. I haven't heard this one. I haven't heard about that song. So Thoth is the the father of mathematics, okay. written written language, but it's T H O T H Thoth. Okay. He's okay. a a duckbill Ebus. Um, so he's like uh, the smartest man ever. He's been in a couple movies. Uh, what got you into the theology and the, the Egyptian culture? And was it something that your family was brought up and kind of instilled in you, or was it something you found on yourself? Uh, my family hates this, but this they right? learn to not this. They they hate that I got my face tattooed because they're they're conservative. Why? You know what I mean? Why? But it's they right. hate that I'm awakened to the perception of life mm. and energies. Mm. So when I try and share information, my mom's like, "Leave mm. me alone." My my word doesn't say that. Like the other day, I asked her, "How come a pastor?" has to go to seminary school. He has to study the Torah. He has to study the Quran. He has to study everything. But to be a good Christian, you just have to trust the Bible. Hmm. Hmm. If you ask a question, they say that's for God to know. Right. He'll reveal the answers later. But for you to be a pastor, to, to tell us how to be good Christians, to teach us how to be good Christians, you have to go study all the rest of the information. Right. If I say that Ishumbala gave me the ability to be here, and it's a blessing. I was hoping to get a podcast interview. I was just talking about getting interviews. And then the next day, you hit. Right. And then now I'm here. Right. Ishumbala did it. Right. That would be that would be your confirmation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be your that would be your assessment and your confirmation. Now, so so this is something that you found yourself in. This is something that 
I just kept paying attention to all the time. Like this isn't something. By the way, I just want to throw this out there. This isn't everyday fucking knowledge that you're spitting right now. Yeah. This isn't shit that people are like. Oh yeah, I fucking learned that in uh, high school. <laughs> no motherfucker, you went to dive the books after high school and read about this shit. This isn't something that's everyday knowledge. So it's actually really dope that you actually have this kind of knowledge behind it, and you have a reason behind it. It's really dope to know that. It, it, it's. I know you said you didn't want to get too deep, but it's dope that you did get deep, and some motherfuckers can actually get an insight of you as a person like damn this motherfucker is more than Teddy Benson he's an educated Teddy Benson you know what I'm saying that's that's dope as shit when um when do you see yourself evolving from Teddy Benson or is the evolution Teddy Benson the evolution is Teddy Benson okay. and the consistency of being Teddy Benson in mind body and spirit okay. is what the evolution is gotcha. you know what I mean like Teddy Benson read all the books, went to school for psychology, has already got the credits to know that this is a territorial response when somebody says something to you like, hey, my day was nice and I got a new uh, car. And they say, oh, I got a new car once. And uh, you know what I mean? Like this, I know how to identify, but it doesn't stop me from doing it. So at that point in time, technically, I would not be being Teddy Benson because that's not the best that I could be. So the actual application of me saying, you know what, they wanted to share with me their experience for the day and I should not make it about me later on because this is a two-way street. I I can respond with, let me tell you a story uh, that reminds me however I segue myself back into that response. But knowing these kind of things, it doesn't stop me from arguing with my lady or having or or losing my temper or getting in the fights because I practiced, I've, I've learned, I sat there, I studied, I read the books, but right. you know, the application, the real life application, sometimes it fails. So for me, the evolution is just getting better at the application of being Teddy Benson. Uh, so so some, let's talk about some of the music that, that you got working on um, in 2021, man. You got any new projects that you're working on right now or what you thinking about? Um, Right now, my focus is uh, creating new content okay. and not necessarily a project because with the project aspect, what I'm gonna do is take my best songs okay. and put them like as a compilation, Okay. but not call it a compilation. You're cheating. And, you know, <laughs> I am cheating. Drake did it. Right. Okay. 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 Drake okay. did it. He released the same project twice. Okay. You know what I mean? All right, okay? He released the same project twice, I okay? I that now. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why you heard uh, uh, You The Fucking Best for so long, because right. the first version, <laughs> you know what I mean? The first project, it didn't take off, and now uh, we're going to release it again. Like, yeah. that song didn't count that time. You got you know, it. Let, let, let's get it. Bring it back a second so, time. Rewind. Uh, my, my plan is to try and put out 10,000 copies of okay. um, my, my music. Independently? And, independently, each quarter. Okay. Oh, and, shit. okay. You know what I mean? So each quarter, uh, I'm behind for this quarter because life been kicking me in my ass, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, I I take it like a champ. I I keep running with a smile on my face. um, So I'm behind in that aspect, but like I want to take my my top songs and put them on a project. I want to put them like on a USB thumb drive, you know, like the floppy disk. Even I, I had a printer, but I can't get them printed because I can't get the CD printer to connect because I don't have a CD. So you're going to make CDs or what, what are you going to try and do? You're going to you know, I, I, I already, no, not a, it's, it's like a wallet. It's like a wallet, a oh, card, gotcha. but the, the USB flips out of the, Ooh, out of the credit card. I know what you're talking about. So digital, you're going to so, digital. Yeah, digital is what the plan is going to be now because I had the big printer to do a hundred and a, and a 
do the uh, the picture, you know what I mean, gotcha. full color, everything gotcha. on it as it's burning. A hundred, you know what I mean, like I think the digital is a great idea, bro. But uh, I can't get it connected to my computer because I don't have the, the software and they don't even make that no more. The site's down, it's right. all technology. Right. So now I got to outsource and try and do it. But now it might not be 10000 a quarter because the, the price just doubled and, right. the, and the, the easiness of creating it just, uh, <laughs> it got a little bit tricky. Right. So it might be 5000 every quarter, but at the end of the year, I probably influence a hundred thousand brand new ears. That's right. I'm not. I'm not asking nobody to buy it. You know what I mean? Like, how you get it out there? I meet people on the regular. You okay. know what I mean? Like I cut hair. You know what I mean? I do moving jobs. I go okay. to the gas station. You know what I mean? You, you. I go to the liquor store and you slapping something. I'm like, hey man, you got a USB player in your car? Yeah. Yeah. Check me out right here. Yeah. Everybody like, this me for sure. I'm like, you know what? Normally I ask for donations, but uh. It's you, Papa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. If they're going to get the donation, they're going to get the donation. You know what right. I mean? But I'm not selling these because the point is just to push the music out. That's you know right. what I mean? They're going to keep this. That's they're right. they're going to keep the USB. I got I got CDs that on a USB that uh, I never even listened to. Wow. You know what I mean? Because wow. of the time that I got it and how I got it was like, bro, at the at the conference, at the at the uh, underground conference right. a couple right. of years back. Right. Bro, I have 30 CDs in my pocket, bro. There's no, I'm not an A&R. I'm right. an artist. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Right. I, I can't digest all this music. But the other day I looked and was like, damn, I still have this oh, USB, this, this USB joint. Like, and that's wow. what made me really say, you know what, let's pull the trigger on the USB. Have, have you heard of Alibaba? Yeah, I, I messed with Alibaba. Okay. Um, you know, I was going to say that for, the, for those stone drives? Yeah. You'll probably get them for the LL. You know, it, it's gonna be like I, I found it for like sixty six cents to okay. twenty five cents. Okay. But what happens is when you go to go hit the, the order, yeah. they tell you, okay, that's just the ability to have a car. You right. know what I mean? Now you gotta pay us forty four cents per gigabyte, or right. so it'd be like a dollar eighty five. That's a little tricky. It's a little tricky. And then when you go to go ship it, it'd be like. Uh, double the price, you know right. what I mean? Like whatever you pay per in merchandise, your shipping is usually like around that price. You know what I mean? Right. Unless, especially if you don't hit the maximum order, neither. Right. So right. now they hit you for the high price. Now they hit you for the high price. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I'm, I'm right now. I'm trying to outsource that and find that in town is not going to happen. It's way too expensive. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, but you know, for some reason, they don't want to do it in America. So Alibaba made Alibaba a, might be the lick. Alibaba's the lick. So yeah. I'll have those probably within the next. Uh, 30 days depending on what the shipping is if they say hey, it's gonna be $300 to get it in seven right. days or 100 bucks to get it in 30 I'm going uh, with 30 <laughs> so so I have a question man um, 2020 was a crazy year for, for a lot of people uh, something that we've never seen before in our lives uh, something we've never had to deal with it was kind of crazy um, how was 2020 for you as a, as a person as an artist and just dealing with it um, personally, 2020 was the same as every other year. Okay. You know what I mean? Like I, like I said, like I'm a realist, you know what I mean? Okay. I'm not even a realist, I'm an actualist. Okay. I think about the actuality of every situation. Yeah. For this year, we had, or for last year, but we had a global-wide thing going on. So we didn't have Europe talking about this, and if that's what you pay attention to, that's what, that's what you're listening to. You know what I mean? This is something that trans... It it, it, it it went into every arena. It doesn't matter if you're a square, if you're a drug dealer, everybody had to talk about COVID, you know what I mean? So now we're sharing our, our energies. Now every single 
uh, company has got a commercial to say, hey, we care about COVID, stay inside, let me make my brand uh, uh, lovable because we made the best COVID commercial. Gotcha. Now, every day you got COVID in your face. So if it felt like now we're sharing because social media, all you got, you can't go outside. We got to right. stay inside, literally stay inside. Right. Social media is all you got. So now all day, instead of those people being at work for nine or eight or 10 or 12 hours out of the day, what they got to do, flood the, the social media stream. So now we see people's woes. Now right. we see people crying all the right. time. So now we're, we're sharing in that. And that's what made, that's why I think made the year more worse than anything else. Because if you think about it, they sent out how many dollars in unemployment? Oh, People yeah. was trying to get fired on purpose to get their money. So they didn't miss out on money, unless you own a business. It's different if you own a business because the way that you conduct business, so many people, they fail because the way they conduct business was no longer, it was outdated. Like right. we're not gonna survive under this new model. The new big businesses are still trying to figure out how to survive right. under these new models. And that's why they keep pushing to get laws made and exemptions and found a law. but. Any place that you grow up, like eating at or, or restaurants or food or anything like that that weren't there that maybe have closed down where, where you come from or in your area? I've always been a fan of the holo wall spot, so I'm, I've am i been used to that, so I wouldn't say that it was like something new. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. It, it's just, I keep seeing that. Like, damn, that used to be. It's <laughs> a nail salon now? Right. 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 And being an entertainer, not being able to entertain, how was that? Oh. Um, I thought it was the perfect time. I think I think for me, I thought 2020 was a blessing. Like okay. it was a time okay. for people to really work on themselves. If you were like a, a raging alcoholic, right? Yeah. In that first month, you realized that, damn, I spent two thousand dollars a month on liquor. <laughs> and after three months of being on quarantine with nowhere to get, and you looked at your bank account and you said, now I got extra six bands. Right. Plus they just paid me an right. uh, extra uh, <laughs> amount of dollars. Yeah. If you was if you was doing cocaine on a regular like, yeah. and you was able to sit at home and, and work on you, people was making new businesses. People started selling plates. Like, so you think this was a time for people to kind of embrace themselves and kind of dig into themselves and see what the hell they were kind of dealing with inside because they couldn't go outside and deal with shit. It showed you the real you. Okay. If you was a lazy person, you was a lazy person. I am a lazy person. I'm a Libra. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I stay so active to avoid being lazy. That's why I do so many God, things. You know what I mean? Like, that's a, that's a, that's a, wait, 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 wait. I'd love to rewind this part of the interview. <laughs> he said, I'm a lazy person. I keep doing shit to avoid being lazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know how the fuck that works. Like, if I'm watching TV, I get mad at myself for watching for TV. watching TV when I know that I have an apartment. Yeah. When I really want to have fucking big, beautiful drive up windows. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. flip up, like master. Uh, um, uh, Do you ever pull yourself out of the box and be like, I'm watching a fucking plastic box right now? I do that sometimes. I'm watching TV for like three hours. I'm like, I was sitting in front of this pla in front of this wall with a plastic box. Doing nothing for three hours. For three hours. What the fuck was that? I binge watched Sons of Anarchy for like a week. All yeah, of it. Yeah. A week. And it, but was it during quarantine? It was before quarantine. Oh, okay, okay. But it was I had just got I had just got fired from the last job that I had. I had got fired in 2019. Okay. At the end. And um 
that was the last job. At the beginning of the year, I had an ability to go to work. Gotcha. They um, called me for the campaign. I was they gonna pay me like almost thirty bucks an hour to be a manager on the uh, the campaign uh, shit. Okay. You know, doing uh, signatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, they called me, and I was like, "Pick up your balls and tuck them back in your pocket." <laughs> You know what I mean? This was my this was my rich dad poor dad moment. Right, right there, that was my. Right. And I looked at my lady and I said, like, this is my red. And I, I told her, let me call you back. Um, I'm I'm busy right now. And then they kept calling. I kept getting messages, and, and they kept like they kept trying to get me to do it. Right. Like it wasn't like just the one time I had to turn it down. But right. I don't know if you're familiar with rich dad poor dad. But yeah. the one part in the book where he's like, you know, how about if I offer you two dollars to do the job? No, four dollars. Twelve dollars an hour. I give you twelve dollars an hour. Damn, who this is more money than I ever made in an hour. The most I ever been paid on the clock was twenty three dollars an hour. Right. Besides like per diem jobs, right. I did construction. Right. You know right. what I mean? You do for right. diem jobs, they change the pay extra rate. Yeah. It's extra money. Right. But that's not your real pay rate. So the most I ever been paid, like no matter what, the cheapest you got to give me is twenty three dollars an hour. It's most I ever made. So when they was like twenty eight bucks an hour, you know, my eyes was like yeah. woofing, but. When I had Matt Rex, he already instilled it in my head. Like, if you really want this, you'll put eight hours into it. I used to do sales. You know, you got to go out there and you got to work all day doing wow. sales. And it works because you're spending eight hours a day into doing sales. Wow. So for me, it was like, this is the time that you either going to be a punk or grab your balls. Because you're literally thinking about it. Like, you can go out there and survive. I know I can survive. I did it for wow. years, you know what I mean, wow. without having a job. Now, it's different without the drugs, you know what I mean? Uh, to be I legit, think, yeah. to, to, to be legit. Like, you know, right. I can sell cocaine and be easy, but right. I might go to jail soon. Right. So, you know, I started selling bags and, right. and I started seeing success and I was like, well, I'm gonna get my clippers and, right. I, and I paid for my uh, I paid for my, my, my barber license. Like, right. okay, now you're really like testing me. Okay, what do I do? Right. And I just buckled down, bro. And I was like, I'm never going back. So I was already in that mindset before this was like January, February, that I'm already putting myself in this mindset. This was like when one or two cases was was popular. So now you almost you were almost mentally prepared for this because you were like, you know what, this is a fucking sign. This is a sign. Was I gonna was I gonna shut up or nut up? Which one was I gonna do? Right. And I've been thriving ever since, except for my casino world. I got horrible <laughs> casino habits ever since I was a kid. Let's not talk about the casinos. Let's not talk about the casinos. <laughs> I, but you know, um, I was winning, right? And, you know, right. And I, and, you know, I wasn't searching for new cheese. You know, I got lazy, and, and at that time, you know, I was like, oh, I'm finna watch, uh, <laughs> I'm finna watch, I'm finna get this regardless. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> finna, this coming in regardless. So now, so now you were, so now, so now, how do you, um, how do you get by in 2021 now? Because it's kind of like a carryover from 2020. Are you still grinding out there, or, or what? What are you doing right now? Yesterday, uh, my buddy got a, a moving company. Okay. My buddy Morris, he uh, runs a moving company, Eminem, okay. uh Movers. Okay. Right? And me and him used to do the moving jobs together yeah. before he owned the company. Hell yeah. And then, so ever since, you know, he called me and be like, hey, Teddy, uh, I got a job today. Can you do it? Yeah. So uh, two days ago, we show up and we're going to do a job. It was a quick job, too. An easy couple dollars for a little bit of nothing. We took a trailer off, and they got to pay two-hour minimum for showing us up. So we took the trailer off, and it was out. But she lives in a big-ass property, and it was, like, overgrown. So I was pulling up, like, I would do this for 300 bucks. And and Ben's just got me $4,000 for a, a fuse box. So I was like, I would do this for 300 bucks. 
And she brought up that she needed her yard done. And he looked at me and was like, see? I was like, I'll do it for $300. She's like, you can do it right now. I was like, look, let me get my shit. Look, <laughs> look, look, we, I, I didn't have time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I needed to go pick up my lady. Right. And, uh, right. I was like, but I'll be here bright early in the morning. And she and we kept talking as we was doing the job. And she was like, oh, well, if you want to do the back, I'll, I'll give you double. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, right. Cool. So I went and hired somebody yesterday. <laughs> Rich dad, poor dad. You know what I mean? I went and hired somebody yesterday. So I didn't have to go. For a hundred. Sheesh. For a hundred. Because I remember the, the, the real me wanted to say, this is two, the 250, 250. It was a $500 job. Right. You know what I mean? So uh, the real me wanted to say this is 250, 250. Like the, the, the hood me, right. the, the codes, the morals. The, right. But the, the realized me, the, the I've been through the bullshit. I'm 32 years old. I know what time it is. I need I, I showed up to work in construction clothes and busted my ass yeah. all day for a hundred bucks, moving asphalt, digging holes at yeah. $13 an hour. Yeah. So look, and I explained to him, I said, I can go do this all by myself because that's what I signed myself up for. I didn't tell her I was gonna go get somebody else. But right. on the way home, I was like, I got a homie that just got out. Yeah. He needs some bread. So let me put the bread in his pocket and then let him know though, like, hey bro, I'm making more than you for sure, for sure. But you ain't never showed up to a construction site and said, hey, the owner getting a million dollars to put these up. Hello. I need 250000 bro. Hello. Hello. <laughs> you ain't never did that. You said, oh, $13 an hour, I'll be there. Yeah. And complained about it when he was tired. Yeah, he gave a little insight, you know what I'm saying? He didn't need to do that. He didn't do that. That was real friendly. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I, I, I gave him more, actually. Uh, I gave him a couple dollars more after the job was over, but... Like, that's the kind of blessings that I, I put myself into, you know right. what I mean? I do probably like seven to 15 haircuts a week, you know what I mean? I might do a moving job here or there. You got passion in the barber? Oh yeah, man, I'm nasty with the barber, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so nasty that sometimes I, I, I uh, am, that I get mad, like, that this ain't perfect. Like, people be like, but that was a fire cut. And I'd be like, nah, it's not perfect. This doesn't look like an Instagram picture. Every time I get mad. Gotcha. Are you doing designs and shit like that? I have exquisite visions in my head. I can't get them onto the camera. <laughs> he said, but put them on somebody's head, yeah. that's a whole nother part. Yeah, because learning, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like learning, yeah. you're learning with somebody's head. Oh, so man. unless you got somebody that's like, hey bro, I don't care I what you do. Dude, fuck my shit up, man. I'll cut it bald, man, yeah. and we'll try again next week. Unless you have that, then you're not gonna you're you're not gonna get it. Or you have the ability to be like, oh, I'm fit to do this. Right. Like for me, as a as a person with so many hats, I can't walk around with that messed up cut. Right. I can't just right. tomorrow just show up bald. I got dreadlocks, you know what I mean? Right. Like, right. this, this, this is part of the whole thing here. This, this is part of the whole thing. So with people that are like, I'm a barber. So when they got messed up haircuts, they're like, I was at school, you know what I mean? I got a messed up haircut. I gave homie a messed up haircut, pushed his line back. It's cool, grow back. Yeah. For me, they taking a picture and trying to catch me with my finger on my nose, right, you know what I mean? Right, like, right. I'm not at that all the way at that level, but you know, you do certain things, people will be like, they'll blast you for it. So right, right. Blast. Stay, stay in your lane. He said, I'm doing this, this clean shit right here. <laughs> I'm doing this clean shit real quick, bro. 2021, man. Um, I like to uh, I like to have people come up with a goal for like six to eight months. I like to kick ass and accomplish that goal. We come back, we talk about that goal in six to eight months again. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. What is a goal in six to eight months that you would like to accomplish, my brother? Uh, well, 
I have a board at home already that has a three, six, and uh, a one, three, and six month uh, goal on it, and we're coming up wait, like wait, two wait. months away from that. What was that? Uh, we're wait. two months away from my six month goal. Okay. That is five uh, k in the bank saved. Okay. And, uh, a new car and uh, a family vacation. Awesome. So. Um, it's really not a six months away. I haven't planned that out because I'm still focusing on the first my, cur my, my, my current six-month goal, okay. which is to have the 5K saved. Um, family vacation. The family vacation and a new car. Mm -hmm. Today, I'm, uh, today, I've been hitting people up. I put in an application for uh, a new car. It's not a new car, but it's new to, it'll be new to me. New so, um, Hell yeah. I got a Kia, I don't like the Kia. I had to, uh, I, I got an S550, you know what I mean? It was my other car. So I want to stay in the foreign. I had the Benz before. I, 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 it's something about, it's, I, I'm like a real fashion kind of sewer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so appreciate I'm, the form. I appreciate the form. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not getting it because I want to say I'm better than you. I don't think I'm better than you, right. but you're going to think I'm better than you. <laughs> so that's why I'm getting it. Because when you're a rapper and you pull up and you're like, oh, I'm the dopest rapper in the world. You pull up in the key and nobody respects you. Uh, when you pulled up, they already think they're just as good as you. Right. But no, soon as, you pull up in that form. In the S550. You pull up in that S550. This ain't no C300. Right. You know what I mean? Right. This ain't right. no E500. Right. This the big daddy, bro. Right. Right. Like, this is the same as the E63. The only thing right. that is the, the S or the S, whatever. The, the, the only difference is, is the interior. Oh, okay, okay. It's the same size. Until you get to the Maybach, they're all the same size. Yeah. So if yeah. you got an S550 and you got a, C, a E63 or S63, AMG, whatever, it's the same exact car. The only difference is they put the puff stitching inside and then in the back seat, it might have the recliners or something. They don't have that in the S550. But you know what I mean? Like when you have a form, yeah. that's just how people treat you. I had, I, I had a Benz. I had a Benz for about five years, man. Dude, that motherfucker. <laughs> taxed the fuck out of me, dog. Like every Tax. time, taxed, dog. Every time I was in the shop, it was like ah, five hundred, ah, fifteen hundred, ah, thirty-two hundred. Ah, you need breaks, ah, eighty-five hundred. Like what the fuck? I learned how to do most of it myself. <laughs> oh, there you go. But you for go. me, like when I had got the first one, I yeah. realized that oh shit, my my payment is the same payment that I was paying on my Grand Prix. Yeah. And, and I got a car that people look at me and be like ooh wee. Yeah. But one day. Yeah. It clicked to me when I was outside and I was dropping off a sack to one of the homies and one of his buddies from work was outside with us and he was like talking and he happens to work at a place that one of the OG homies works at too. So now we, we get a cool, now he thinks he's in there. So he's like, hey man, I can get you a job, man. Just come on down there, man. I'll, I'll get you in. I'm like, I'm good. I'm good, Papa. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, don't be proud, man. Don't, don't fuck that shit, man. What are you doing right now with your life? I'm like, Man, I'm, I'm good, Papa. Yeah. You know what I mean, I'm like, but it's time for me to go. So now everybody like, fuck it, we finna go back inside the bar. I walk. Now my car's parked in between where we're at and the bar. So they gotta keep going when I stop. Right. And when I stopped and he looked at me get in the car, he was like, this your car? Yeah, this, this me. And he like, oh, oh, okay, my bad, Papa. I didn't even mean to offend you. I just thought, <laughs> I just thought you was being on that dumb shit. It was like, yeah. it was a white dude. He didn't back down. Like, right. he, he showed his respect. Like, oh, my bad. Like, I, I see you taking right. care of yourself. You don't need to come into the job. You're not just trying to be proud to say, oh, I don't need a job. It's right. like, no, you're taking care of yourself. But the way that he looked was like, oh, shit, I fucked up. I'm rebound real quick. Right. But the, the immediate look of, on his face was like, and uh, right after that, I went downtown. I parked on a corner, 
and a bra hopped in my car. Oh shit. No lie, hopped in my shit, right in my shit, said hello. Like, oh shit. I never had this happen right. before. This never and happened to the kid. This never happened to the kid. And I, now look, I like Gucci shoes because they form fit. You know, like right. people like foam fizes, like basketball players, or don't right. like them because they're heavy. But people that like shoes, they like, it fits to your foot. Right. I mean, the Roshis, like when you wear it, like right. they, they glove, they, they do this and they right. do that. Like that's a real person that's an enthusiast of the shoe. Right. Other people are like, oh, it's a $400 shoe, I'm going to make it cool. Right. Oh, these shoes have uh, these shoes have spikes on the front, like the Giuseppe's and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Other people are like, each one is handcrafted. It's made with this kind of this, and it's this that. That's a person that, that I'm like that with forms. Gotcha, gotcha. That's that's your that's your intrigue. I got a question, man. Uh, 2021. You said you're going to put out the project with all of your compilation. Are you gonna kind of bring it back? What's that? What's that project gonna be called? That project is gonna be called the Way to the Crown. Uh, Way to the Crown. The Way to the Crown. So. My my partner that I do the music with, he accidentally released some shit oh, shit. with the <laughs> we had like an early draft and he was trying to be productive yeah, one day <laughs> and, he, and he leaked it. Yeah. So but this one's gonna be reconstructed okay. and uh, I'm not gonna take it down okay. uh, because a lot of the songs on there they, they was just you know republished. They gotcha. they're still the same original songs, but um it just become fresh. Like so if I share it it would be like, Oh, this came out on this day, even though it's the same um, numbers. Gotcha, gotcha. But that'll come out within the next couple of weeks, bro. Okay, um, okay. That's coming out in the next couple of weeks. Anybody you wanna give a shout out to man that you wanna say hi to, you know? What I saying? don't think I don't think um I gotta shout out anybody because uh-huh. through this conversation we don't talked about pretty much everybody that came out yeah. um it was important. If not, um, you know, like people you gotta understand. You know, Who's like, your business partner? Who's are you on a that's, label? That's Actright. Right. Is that a label or what you guys know? It's it's a label. Um What's the name? At of first, it's, it's called Actright Music Group. Okay. Uh, we call him Actright. So okay. um he signed me as an artist originally. He he believed in me a couple of years He's back. He's had a lot of faith in you. Yeah, and, um, and um, he just kept rocking with me, like put his last dollars into our business. You know what I mean? He so, hit me up two years about you, two years ago about you, and uh, he was he was in my ear about some shit, and uh, it, it was more about business than anything and stuff. But he was just I could I could hear his passion about you and how he's trying to push your your thing. And I was like. I like that guy, so I, I'm glad that you're doing that. I just can't do what you're doing right now. You <laughs> do that, and then I do me. But uh, but it's good to have somebody have your back like that, man, and have somebody that's like that. Because as an independent artist, you know, doing it all yourself could be fucking pain in the ass sometimes. So we suck at doing some of the jobs, and that's our problem. Is that we just need to connect with. But recently, like Tone um, came into our lives, the videographer, you feel awesome. me? And he's awesome. willing to, uh, to help, you know? Yeah. I helped build him, you feel me? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's like, hey, bro, I'm not charging you to pull up and take photos. But instead of just trying to take photos, I'm like, hey, bro, let me see your camera real quick so I can take pictures of you, you feel me? So you yeah. can have some shit that you can go home and be like, this was the night I was doing this. I was working, I got some shit for me. And I got some shit for me. So now right. it's like a photo shoot for the both of us That's to wash each other's hands. And my brother Legend just been kicking ass this whole time, oh, yeah. you know what I mean, with the clothing line. So we've been able to stay in each other's ears and keep each other sharp. So my team is just finally getting back to what it was when we was at Island Swag. We've had people that played every part. Are these people from Island Swag or just a No, this is a whole this is a whole new group of okay. people. You know okay. what I mean? Like, you know, there's no love lost between us and Island Swag, but um, you know, we just went our ways. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you, know, yeah, yeah. you know, we just we just started having different values. 
and, and my branch went apart. We yes. had roots, and then, you know, and we grew up through the tree together, and we got the important rings together. Hell yeah. The wins, and they're, they're memorable. Hell yeah. And uh, now my own branch yes, will always link back to their They're going to forever be a part of my story. Still tattooed on my neck. I see them. Okay. started off the next story with them. Yeah. yeah. So, so for sure, man. Like, they're, they're, they're like really one of the most beneficial parts of my music career, uh, where I really learned how to, like I said, I was on the East Coast. I right. came back, like, rapping, like, everything had to be like, you could be a, a dirty, dingy rapper, you know what I mean? Yeah. This is real bars, this is real hip hop, right. you know what I mean? Like, and then I realized, like, hey, bro, you wanna rap in your garage? They told me you wanna rap in your garage? That's cool, don't do it here, bro. You know what I mean? If that's what you wanna do, because over here, we making hits, bro. Yeah. This, is, this is how you make a hit, and I learned right. how to make a hit. Like, man, right. these are the different patterns, these are the sections, and I started listening and learning, like, that's what makes a good song good. It's not just bars. People don't listen to bars for bars for bars all day. They listen to songs. Right. So I learned how to make a song. That's why they're, they're like, besides the rest of the things that happen in life, like, they're like one of the most, like, tell you that's weak. Yeah, they gonna tell you the word. That's weak. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got in the battle. It's like, hey, bro, you lost. Like, yeah, you yeah. from the camp. You made us look bad. Like, not, oh, yours is better than him. They tripping. Like, yeah. nah, bro, you lost. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. they was real. Like, yeah. so. It's good, man. Good to have people like that in your corner, man. Well, fuck. I appreciate your time, Teddy Benson. Yes, sir. I appreciate your knowledge. You know what I'm saying? And, and blessing us with a little bit of you, you know? And we're gonna talk to you about six to eight months about your first goal. Then we're gonna talk about another goal. Yeah, yeah. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Blessings.